Good evening. Good morning. The world is uh, is round. We all know that um, that we have a lot to do. A lot of things needs to be done by us, and um, many times we are scared to to move. Fear is um, a paralyzing power that um, that makes people freeze. And many of us, of course, from many so-called good reasons, are. It's obvious and simple and normal that they will be scared. Like we can understand where the fear is coming from and. We all remember certain traumatizing moments in our lives or periods of time that left a mark. And um, even though that we all know that those things are, are really like powerful reasons for us to be scared, there is something in fear that is even worse than than simple fear that comes out of a certain reason and it is the demonic power of it the illusion that it is creating around the person to be scared from much more than really there is to scared of the fear is in creation, generally, there are different materials, different um, creations, and every one of them been created for a certain use. For an example, a certain drug that normally you wouldn't use it and you don't think that it's good or healthy or helpful for the person to use, but for certain people, in a certain condition, that drug, as the word drug, will be used as a medication for them. And it will heal them. It will help them. They need that specific, specific drug. Even certain uh, kinds of food that, for an example, I am Jewish, and there are certain kinds of food that are um, forbidden by the Torah and by the sages to be eaten for, for Israeli people, for Jewish people. And the Halakha is saying, the Jewish rule is saying that in a certain situation that a person is sick or um, very weak or a woman in labor. So if they, those poor people, are suffering from a certain illness, a certain pain, and the thing that will heal them will be that non-kosher food. So it's a mitzvah even to feed them with that thing. It's a must. Now, it doesn't mean that food that is not kosher now becomes good. No, God forbid, we need to eat kosher. But you can see that the Creator Himself in the Halakha put that thing to wake you up to understand that there is a certain use for that thing 
from a medical side, from a mental side, from an emotional side, from that it will be used for health, to heal your spirit, to relax your spirit, to heal your body, will be used as a medication. So also fear has that nature inside of it. It's been created by the Creator to wake up people to be scared of certain things, means to warn us that certain things in life are dangerous, are not good for us. But the problem with fear is that it is taking over the person. It is paralyzing the person. It blocks him um, from the ability to move, to change. And, and that's where we need to interfere and to fight with our own demons. Because if, let's say, a person really experienced something painful in his past, and that thing is troubling him. It makes him worried, makes him scared, makes him afraid from relationships, from work, from, from, from meeting people outside in the streets. So you can understand that that person has a certain problem that needs to... We need to take, take care of that person. We need to take care of that problem. But if the person, from being scared from one thing, is being rejected from being able to communicate with the outside world, and he starts closing himself in his house, and now, because he was hurt from a certain woman or from a certain friend, so now he won't talk anymore to people. A process brought him to that place but only a process that he allowed himself to fall into the hands of that Yetzirah, of fear, of the evil inclination. And therefore, there is a verse that is revealing to us that simple truth that is saying, um, that the enemy of the person is attacking the person when he's under stress. The stress is pushing you to a place that you feel that you're surrounded with enemies. So when a person is scared from something, the main thing to do is to take that thing, isolate it and recognize it and to understand, okay, that's my problem and I need to take care of that problem. I am f afraid of that thing and from that thing alone. But not because that I am scared now of that thing, now I need to be scared of every other thing that is standing in front of me in my life. Fear has that power to put and push the person in pressure. And then when you are in pressure, you feel that you're surrounded with enemies. And when you're surrounded with enemies, over there in that place, you cannot function. You are paralyzed. And this is why a person must have that clear time every day, as much as he can, to learn how to talk to yourself and to know yourself and to open your heart and to confront your own fears and to isolate them, to... to to dissect your problem, to make investigation with deep 
looking deep into your soul and try to understand who you are and why you're standing in those situations. Now, you know me that the, the majority of my classes are simple conversations that I'm sharing from my life. What, what does a person has to say except for being honest and talking about what he learned in life, what the Creator brought to his plate, and the wisdom of a person is coming and growing out of the life experience from his own life experiences, like the moments, the hours, the days that you went through certain things that brought you to a certain understanding. That is the wisdom that is standing for you forever. Now, me, myself, I'm also dealing with many kinds of fears, with many kinds of thoughts, many kinds of, of Yetzirah that are attacking me and trying to sabotage my path and trying to, to ruin my happiness and to take me away from certain understandings and solid basic points that I know for sure that are the truth. And every person on earth is surrounded with Yetzirah. Even the holiest people of them all, they're dealing with fears. Open the, the, the book of Tehillim, the amazing psalms of, of King David, the songs and prayers that he composed and, and prayed to Hashem. Simple tears, simple cries, simple uh, roars and, 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 and beggings to the Creator to, to, to fix life for him, to protect him from his enemies. To, to, to defeat the ones that are standing against him, to, to ruin him, to destroy him, to kill his name, to, to, to take things that belongs to him. Like he was standing in, in, in difficulties and in hard moments and hours, being rejected from his family, being rejected from his kingship, rejected from, from his, his uh, purpose even to a place that it's written that he was doubting the faith in a way that he felt like he was about to worship idols, that he was so close to despair that his faith vanished from his eyes. Now, not only him, it's written on Moses and Aaron that they fell on their face from, from shock that they experienced, fighting and protecting and doing things for their people, for their nation and, and, and going and doing everything that they can to, to protect the children and the women and the men. And in the end of the day, finding themselves under fire, heavy attack of, of their own families, of their own tribes, of their own um, cousins. People from their own families became their worst enemies and they are attacking them and they, 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 they fell down. They went down. It was very hard for them. Abraham asked Hashem a certain question about his destiny and the promise that Hashem promised him and his seed. And suddenly, huge darkness fell on Abraham and he was terrified and scared. And it's written in the verses. Hashem opened his eyes. The Creator opened his eyes and shown him the suffering and the pain of the exile that will take place um, in the life of his grandchildren. 
and he was scared. He saw the bloodshed of Egypt. He saw the the the, the slavery. He saw the pain. He saw the 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 the, the tortures and and the poverty and the exile of 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 thousands or millions of people. He saw the pain, the grief, and and the tears. He was scared. He was terrified. Now, when you have fear, it's a normal thing that you'll be scared. But to be obsessed with your fears, to go in circles around your fears, to allow them to penetrate into your life in different areas, and to take over your life and to control your life, because that you've been hurt from one thing, now to take that pain and fear and to... And to and to cover all your life with that darkness, that is already your mistake. means that this is something that is in your hand. Okay, you've been hurt. Someone hurt you. Something happened to you. Someone was abusive, not sensitive. Someone was harsh. Someone was rude. Someone was cruel to you. Someone really hurt you. Okay, this is something that we can understand. This is something that we need to deal with. There are ways to deal with it. Let's recognize it. Now, the fact that you found yourself isolated and locked and blocked inside your own house and not able to go to the grocery store and not able to communicate with simple people in the streets and being able to, 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 to open and develop a, a normal conversation, it becomes to be a dream for you and a, and a salvation for you. This is an outcome that is very much not welcomed and, and not accepted. And with that, we need to fight. And the way to fight with that is to confront our own fears. It's to remember that when we are standing in the present time with, with the need to make a decision... Now you want to go out from the house. Now you want to talk to someone. Now someone is calling you. Now you need to, to cook or to clean, to, to work or to, or, or to relax now. It's like you, you have your hobbies and your obligations. Okay, so you are standing in front of that intersection of your free choice. You have two ways to choose. Only two ways. And I'm not talking about choose the good or choose the bad. I'm talking about ways... To, to, to run your life, to manage your life, to be your true self. Before you're thinking if I'm good or if I'm bad, reject that criticism to the sides. Try to be your true self for a second. There are two ways for the person to choose to take decisions in life. One is based on the past and one is based on reality. You can work as a result of your fears. And that way of thinking is called patterns, that you based your actions on emotional patterns, on fears that are taking place in your life and are terrifying you and not allowing you to move further ahead toward your success and to accomplish and to succeed on your own because you have been hurt in the past when in reality you're not even checking if that person that is standing in front of you or that situation is really bad and dangerous for you. 
you're not checking in the present time what's going on. You're just scared of women, scared of authority, scared of police officers, scared of revealing your emotions and your feelings, scared of saying the truth, scared to, to be exposed and, and, and open and revealed, scared to be hurt again. Based on that, you will reject job offers and you're going to reject relationships and you're going to reject amazing opportunities to, for you to improve and fix and correct your life. And you're going to doubt yourself in, in so many ways and, 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 and moments in your life. For what? For choosing the wrong way. Why? Because you live your life in the past. You don't live your life in the current time. You don't live your life in reality. In reality, that person, you don't know him. That person might be your best friend. And you already defined him as your enemy. He can be your best friend. He can be your partner for life. But you now recognized him as your enemy. Why? Because something in his look, something in his eyes, something in his outfit, something in his voice reminded your fears of the ancient trauma that took place five, seven, seventy years ago and maybe even in a different lifetimes. Sometimes we're scared of things that we're not even aware to why we're so scared. And you can say to yourself like, What's going on? Why am I so terrified? Like, why am I so lost? The truth is that something really happened to you. But your test now is not to follow those fears and not to reject those fears. It's to connect yourself to reality. To connect yourself to reality means to make an investigation now in the present time. What really goes on in my life? Now I got that opportunity. Okay, I'm scared, I'm terrified, I don't know what to do. What should I do though? What is the real truth? Is there a real enemy hiding over there? Are my senses working so uh, brightly and, 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 and in such a strong and powerful way that I am recognizing a danger and that's why I'm not choosing that thing? Or that I'm just terrified and paralyzed? And frozen for no reason, no real reason. So a person need to make that check, to ask himself in his life situations, what's going on with me? What really goes on in my life? What really are the reasons that are holding me back from my success? And to dissect them and to recognize them. And sometimes it's hard to choose in real time. Sometimes when someone tells you, hey, you know, uh, uh, do you want to go and do this? Do you want to come and work for me? Do you want to go on a date? Do you want to learn? Do you want to meet up? Something like all those questions can surprise you, can overwhelm you. Okay, I can get that. I can understand that. So you can tell that person, let me think about it. And then go think about it. Really. Go make an investigation. Okay, I was paralyzed from fear. I was so, so terrified. I was in a panic attack. I was lost. I lost my mind. Okay, now, is there a real danger? Ask yourself, is there a real danger? 
Let's say that I'm going to be hurt. Okay, your voices are telling you, you're, going, you're about to be hurt. You're going to lose it. You're going to, they're going to laugh at you. They're going to, you. The real truth is that even if someone's going to reject you, nothing going to take place in your life in such a bad way, like the way that the fear is explaining it to you. means that in reality, you are not afraid of the situation. You're not afraid of the rejection. You are afraid of your own fears. That's the craziness. That is the problem. That you are afraid, you are afraid to go back to the past, to feel those horrible feelings that you felt back then again, and to go back to that place. But that place already went away. It's part of your past. And this is why this class is... being broadcast to believers, to people with faith. And why? Because we believe in Hashem. And what is the name of Hashem? The name of Hashem is Havaya. Havaya, when we say the name of Hashem, Yudke Vavke, the name that we're not allowed to pronounce, when we write that name, or when we think about that name, or when we see that name written in the Siddur book, when we see that name or thinking about that name, we should know what the meaning of that name. The name of Hashem, Yudke Vavke, that is written, Havaya, means the present time. He is the existent, the existence. He is the reality that takes place. He is the blessed present time. He is the now. That's who He is. He is the now that is forever. Like we said many times, the past is not reality. The future is not reality. Only the present time is reality. Because in the past, when you were there, you were experiencing it in the present time, right? You were not there in the past. You were there in the present time. For you back then, it was now. When it took place in the past, it was not taking place in the past. It was taking place in the now. Now you remember your past. In the future, you will not experience the future. You're going to experience the now. When you will be there in the future. But the future for you in the future will be the now. So in reality, you are never in the past. And you are never in the future. You're always here and now. That's your reality. Always. Just you have certain memories or certain hopes. But the reality means the truth. Means the, the God himself. The godliness is taking place eternally in the present time. And He is the present time. He is the Havaya Baruch Hu. That's who He is. Now, if you want to connect yourself to Hashem, okay, so connect yourself to now. Connect yourself to the reality, to the present time, to the reality of your life as an eternal soul that is experiencing eternity in a certain way that is in the now. No, because we're so small, we can see only that um, break of a moment. And we cannot see the whole history of the past and the future, all times together. But also that time will arrive in the future to come, that in that day we will see it all. And all the times will be exposed to us. And in the end of time, sof davar, in the end of things, hakol nishma, everything will be heard. You will experience everything. You will see everything. You will be in all the places, in all the times. 
you will be above the time and above the space, above the place. And you will see and experience it all at once as a godly being. Like that the Creator is Haya, Hove, He is, He was, and He is the future. He is everything. And you, as a person, as an, a figure, as someone with a certain identity, needs to need to attach yourself as much as you can to the truth, to reality that takes place only in the current time. So when you're standing in front of every situation in life, you need to be honest with yourself and just to be truthful and to confront your fears and not to base your decisions on experiences from the past. You can learn from the past for the future, for the present time, but you cannot work through a certain pattern, work based on your fears that are trying to freeze you. Because that's already madness. That's, like, that's how you lose life. That's how you lose everything in life. You follow your fears. That's how you lose everything in life. Another small thing that I wanted to say is that um, when a person is trying to, like, we, like I said before, to complete that point that I haven't explained enough, when a person is working on, on choosing the right thing and making the right decisions in every moment, so it's great, but sometimes, like I said, it's hard to take that decision and sometimes you need to brainstorm that. You need to think about it. You need to break it down to small pieces for you to understand the puzzle. So you can answer, okay, I'll think about it. I'll try to figure it out. I'll try to see what's really go going on. And then take it to that personal prayer, to that quality time with yourself and with God, with your soul, and to try to figure out what's going on. Am I scared of that relationship because I recognize a certain problem in it? Or maybe I'm just paralyzed and terrified and frozen. And then when you have that prayer, the way that I pray, the way that I do my personal personal prayer, is that I'm trying to review my day and to bring up certain situations that I recognize that I have some some emotions, some feelings, some, some needs of certain salvation um, in the, in, on those moments. And then I, I, I just talk about it. And I will share and I will talk with Hashem about it and I'll express my feelings and then I will pray. If I will feel that I need to do tshuva, that I regret in the way that I was behaving or that I did something wrong, I will confess, I will do tshuva, I will say to Hashem, listen, I'm sorry in that day, in that moment, in that hour, I made a mistake, I said something wrong, I was not thinking right, I was not talking right, I was not looking right, whatever. And then I would pray, please Hashem, help me to correct it, help me to fix it. And then by praying for that thing in the end, after recognizing it, after finding it, and trying to do the best you can to correct yourself, then you uplift that situation to an eternal um, um, uh, dimension, to an eternal aspect, to an eternal level, that you are uplifting that situation to the, to the faith, to, to your belief in Hashem, and you pray for a salvation on that matter, on that need of yours, 
and you talk to Hashem and you ask from Hashem to help you and to assist you. And then you go and you choose wisely based on your true um, understanding of life and based on the faith that has been revealed to you in your high in level and in quality self-awareness of yours that you found in your personal prayer and in your personal conversation with yourself. And may Hashem illuminate our path and shine in front of our eyes and inside our hearts forever for good in our lives and in the lives of all our loved ones. Amen. Can you hear some? Thank you. Yeah.